Deborah, you can stop worrying. It's official. I found it. Kevin, with you, I'm always worried. I uh, still haven't recovered from that grappling hook ride. Well, you know what? You're still welcome for that, but this is different. I didn't make it. I found it. Found what exactly? The accountability ladder. What? Yeah, what? yeah, it's real. Why am I afraid that there's some poor maintenance guy on a roof line somewhere? Well, quick, come and see. Uh, yep, that's a closet. What did I tell you? Do I live up to my commitments or what? Oh, this is amazing. How did you find this? Well, turns out all I had to do was accept personal accountability for finding it, clearly communicate my expectations of what it should be, and then I focused on the solution and it just appeared. Really? It just appeared in this closet? With a waterfall? Well, that's actually just a loose faucet. So what do we do now? How do we use this for our podcast discussion? Not sure, actually. Uh, oh, here's some instructions. Oh, they rhyme. All right, here we go. I'll start. Results are driven step by step. So get a move on and schlep that pep. Okay, so I guess I should start climbing the ladder. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right. So, okay, next line. Take the initiative to get things done. So keep on climbing rung by rung. It's a bit of a forced rhyme there, but okay, now what? All right, uh, each step from here is rewarding too. Now simply ask, what more can I do? What more can I do? I guess I could I could take a few more steps. Okay, oh yeah, that looks right. Keep on moving now, you're near the peak. Woohoo! P.S. The fourth floor has sprung a leak. Huh? So, Deborah, in the vein of accountability, I'll admit, this one is a little bit on me. So, focusing on solutions rather than placing blame, here's an accountability towel. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Culture Unfiltered. Culture Unfiltered. Good day, Deborah. How are you? I am well, and how are you, Kevin? I am well, as, uh, of course, this is Kevin Aubrey. Yes, and Deborah the, Luna. And Deborah Luna. We are here with two very exciting guests for us. We have Kristen Harper and Joe Corsi here. Good morning to both of you. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Hello, hello. And so tell us your, your roles with the organization, maybe how long you've been here, um, and sort of just a, a quick high level of, of what you're responsible for here at Paychex. I'll start. I've been with Paychex for 21 years. Um, yay. I'm Paychex Legal. Paychex right? Legal. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Is that a term? I, I've it's not a, heard it's that. It's a term. Wow. Coined, coined here. Yes. Wow. Nice. Um, I started in ENS and then moved over to Enterprise Support and then almost two years ago moved into Enterprise Security um, as the crisis manager and I have responsibility for security training and awareness and our security project leads. Wow, so. another long-term success story. That's right. From yes, I love we've it. had quite a few on the show, so welcome. And we're not we're not even you. doing it on purpose. I know this it's just, just yeah, it just, just happens. That turns way. out that way. And Joe, what about you? Tell us about your background with the organization, what you do here. Uh, so I've been with Paychex for about seven years now. Um, I came here. This is the first corporate entity I've ever worked for. I came here from the U.S. Army. Mm -hmm. uh, thank I you for your service. Yes, thank, thank you. you very much. Um, 
I've been here seven years. I'm responsible for uh, governance, risk, and compliance. Um, I've got crisis management, project management, a couple other things underneath me, but really focusing in that regulatory risk and compliance world. You know, where I wanted to start was accountability swings both ways. And I think I think you both kind of touched on it already in just describing your roles with the organization. So it sounds like you are very involved in being accountable for the planning. But in terms of crisis, other people's have to be accountable to that plan. Can you talk about kind of the, the challenges and how you approach that and how accountability plays a role in that planning process? Sure. Um, I think the, the biggest piece of that is just awareness of what's going on. So I'm really appreciative of the opportunity to talk a little bit about the crisis program because it's new. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's probably one of the, the larger challenges is just understanding the, um, that that's going on um, and how it fits in. Um, with all the other great processes. So, um, for instance, our support process, mm -hmm. um, leveraging that and finding those touch points as to when it uh, escalates from crisis, from incident to crisis, yeah. um, and how those plans dovetail in rather than are separate from some of those other processes. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, what absolutely. I think is so interesting about your role too, Kristen, and just in conversations we've had offline about, about what you do and um, so for those of you listening, Kristen uh, is behind um, some of the active threat training that we've uh, rolled out here, which, you know, we hope to never need. But um, uh, it's been, I think, hugely influential and impactful to the to our employees. And I think what's really interesting about your role and Joe, yours as well, um, and the, the, the roles of your team is that uh, it really is focused on how do we ensure that when the worst case scenario comes to play, we know what to do, we know how to approach it, and everybody knows that we're here um, and that we have, we've got it under control. And I think that as an employee of the organization, that's a comfort, right? It's a security blanket to know that that's there. Um, Joe, you mentioned, you know, prior to your experience here, you were with the U.S. Army. I can think of no better scenario where you need to be accountable and trust your team and know that there's a plan and that everyone has their role and will take action when needed than in the military. So can you talk about transferring that skill set into the corporate landscape and how if someone's listening to this that doesn't currently work at Paychex but is considering being a transitioning military member that would work here, how those skills have come to play in your role and in the organization as a whole? Yeah, sure. So, um, you know, one of the differences between, you know, coming from the government, uh, financial services is pretty similar. They're highly regulated. Mm -hmm. So, sure. um, I think the benefit of, of working in those places is you can really tell people what to do mm -hmm. and they have to do it. Yeah. Um, you move more closer to corporate America, high tech, you know, those sorts of things. You really have to convince people um, why to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And you have to explain why uh, it's necessary to prepare for an mm -hmm. active threat. Uh, event or something like that. And so I think um, it's been a unique challenge. But the thing I've noticed, it's not as hard as as some people make it out to be. It's really just explaining to people why um, we're doing something, why we prepare for these types of things that, you know, talking about, you know, active threat and rehearsals and making sure everybody knows what to do. It's really no different than, than doing a fire drill right. once a year, right? Yeah. Making right. sure mm -hmm. that 
people close their laptops, move out of the building. Know where your exits are. Right. Right. So I, I think there's an aspect of most people understand why mm-hmm. we do that. Um, there may be some rolling of the eyes and, hey, I'm really busy right now. But yeah. um, a lot of times we like to encourage peer pressure um, amongst each other <laughs> to yeah. encourage people. But um, it hasn't been that different. So I've been able to utilize a lot of the leadership capabilities I had from the military, bring them over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've learned quite a bit as well. Um, you know, that fact that you really have to create business cases for new initiatives initiatives, the fact that you have to explain um, not only to upper management, but also to individual contributors why we're doing something, Mm -hmm. um, because we do have the ability to make, uh, to impact our service providers with some of the uh, changes we make. So it's one of those things where I think it's, it's been a nice transition for me. It's been a challenge, but, but nothing that's, that's too difficult. We receive constant emails about um, folks being happy that we're here, that we're yeah. doing what we're sure. doing. Yeah. Um, I kind of use the analogy where a little bit like sort of the state trooper on the highway <laughs> where nobody likes being pulled over, but... You're um, keeping us all safe. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you'd, rather too, the, right? you'd rather people be doing that yeah. function as opposed to having no state troopers, you know, stuff right. like that. So. Nobody, nobody likes being pulled over, but they do appreciate like, hey, if my car breaks down and that trooper's there in minutes, yeah. you know, then right. hey, that's, that's a benefit. Right? Yeah, sure. and I think too, you know, you touch on something and I... I up until that point, I wasn't thinking about it from that perspective, but the accountability that it provides to our clients to know we have a team in place that is making sure that your data is secure, that our buildings are secure, um, that the people who are supporting you mm-hmm. are well taken care of and True. are well protected in all ways, um, I think is is um, is also really interesting. True. And so it's the utmost amount of trust that people place in yeah. us to say, hey, here is all of the information, not only for me and my company, but all of my employees. Yeah. Well, so. and, and it's... I'm glad you brought that up because that's changed from a security perspective, our mentality in the past probably 10 years or so. It it used to be that the security uh, professionals would say, you know, what's your value here? Well, I protect the company from being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. or losing our money. Really, Mm -hmm. it's now become that security is a value add to the product. Yeah, sure. Um, Because people don't want to do business with a company that is insecure. You see, you know, Facebook starting to kind of lose members and mm-hmm. so on. And so Absolutely. it's not so much, hey, we're here to protect the bad thing from happening, but it's, hey, we're here to provide value to our product yep. um, because it can become a, a selling point for us. Yeah, sure. In that world of daily data breaches, it seems like. So, you know, like what role does, what role do you feel accountability plays in that now for us and then just for all of all of our employees? Yeah, so we're accountable at a whole bunch of different levels, um, not only um, at the crisis level, preparing for the what if, sure. but um, actually present um, preventing that from happening. Mm-hmm. So the best form of crisis management is to avoid it. And the it's example, prevention, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. Right, or um, to limit your exposure once you're in that space. That's mm-hmm. hard to do in the moment. Um, so having those protections and foundations are really, really important. The example I like to use is um, roll back ten years and your credit card um, number gets out there. Yeah. You've got a personal crisis going on. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Um, and somebody's used it. They've charged up a storm, and you've got a mountain of work in rolling that back. Right. Now, fast forward now, um, do you think twice about getting a credit card, um, a new card in the mail, or one of those letters that says, hey, we believe proactively yeah, that your absolutely. account was at risk, yep. and we've taken that action. You might want to mm-hmm. change your password. Pa- you might want to yes, yes, take these measures. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a regular occurrence for us. We absolutely. accept it. We move forward. 
Um, that's good security, good proactive process, and um, good management that's led to that. So yeah. um, that's really a big piece of our role in security is um, being accountable for that at the front end mm -hmm. um, to avoid those larger situations in any way possible. Yeah, and you mentioned um, you know that your role in the, the crisis team as a whole is sort of a newer, it's been built up in recent years uh, to where it is now. Tell us a little bit about the, the sort of genesis of that team and, and how it came to be its own dedicated team and now the things that fall under your umbrella that you sort of quarterback. Yeah, so I'm going to um, turn it to Joe on the, the genesis of it. Okay. Um, and then I'll talk a little bit about um, what's under the hood. What's under the hood. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the idea started probably about two years ago. Um, and we have a group here called the Security Governance Council where uh, most of our senior VPs are members of that. Um, that's where all the top, top secret stuff. Top, it's top in a vault. Secret. You go it's down in into the bunker. Yeah, we do yeah. <laughs> retina we scanning. Talk about it. And, yeah. and I'm surprised you even multiple mentioned levels, it. Airlock yeah, doors. Is someone going to come grab him now that he even mentioned <laughs> he that dropped, it exists? He just dropped, you guys, yeah. I don't know if you heard, he just dropped through the floor <laughs> yeah. into a chamber. The trap door that yeah. we never knew was there. Delete this. <laughs> um, and, and we started talking about, you know, really what would happen um, if we had a ransomware attack or... Um, an active threat situation. And I think most people thought, well, we've got physical security, we've got the people in place, um, but have we rehearsed this? Mm -hmm. Have we sure. Put it taken on notes? Yeah. yeah. Have we come up with the script? You know, and, and again, going back to my army days, it's, you know, you come up with a plan so that when the fight happens, you have something to read from, but then you're going to divert based on what the enemy's doing. Right. right? Sure. Um, but that doesn't mean that you don't come up with a plan to begin with. So we started having discussions about that. And I, I think, you know, from social media to legal to PR to security, IT, we all felt it was necessary to kind of get somebody in, um, that being Kristen, to sort of organize sure. us to um, make sure that, that that person is also going to conferences and studying and becomes a member of sort of the disaster recovery you know, crisis management uh, industry, mm -hmm. um, bringing back best practices, because I think we all kind of thought we knew what we would do. Yeah. Um, but then you started has, having some some good disagreements about, well, would we put that yeah. on do Facebook? Do we have a phone sure. tree yeah. of some kind yeah. that we deploy? Because um, depending on who you yeah. asked, it, it was different. So that was really the genesis of it, was sure. we got approval to say, all right, let's bring in one person um, who can lead this. And that person needs to be fairly senior and seasoned, because they're going to be uh, herding cats to yeah. agree, and those cats can be as large as senior VPs. Yeah, sure. Um, big cats. And so, uh, you know, Kristen was our first hire, and she's done a great job with That's that. Awesome. Great. See, and I think I, what I love about that story is that it's accountability in action. Yeah. I mean, just just in that approach, just in that, hey, from a discussion to a, an enactment to getting over to to Kristen's aspect of it, like that's. Textbook accountability. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So then you came in into the so, fold. Yes, I did. Tell us yes. what's under the hood. Yes. Yeah. So July of eighteen, I came in, um, and what we did, we had on the cyber side an active response team. Um, we stood up the same cross-functional team on the physical security side, uh, and um, we started planning. So um, we did a lot of industry research. What's a um, what are our most likely scenarios on both the physical and cybersecurity side of the house? Um, and we began to create playbooks um, sure. cooperatively mm -hmm. um, across those response teams. Um, so we've, we've stood up two playbooks, one on each side, um, and been through our first tabletop exercises. So that's really building that muscle memory um, and 
if we're in an instance and identifying gaps in our process, those plans were new. Mm -hmm. um, so those tabletops really tested those plans first off um, and worked us through that. Yeah. Um, and we'll continue to do that. We're continuing to build plans Additional on, both, playbooks and uh, on both sides of the house. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And when you say both okay. sides of the house, what are those two sides? Um, Cybersecurity okay. on one side and physical security on the other. Got it. Sure. Okay. We don't want to hear from you, but we're glad you're there. Kind yes. of a thing. Yes, yes. Is that true? Okay. Yeah. Yep. I had <laughs> a, we love you. We want to see you around the office, but we don't want our phone to ring and see. Yeah, oh, jeez. Oh, nice. I, I oh, had man. an IT partner said to me, congratulations. You'll do great. And I never want to see yeah. you again. Yeah. <laughs> one, one of the things I think is most interesting about Kristen's uh, vertical is these are occurring, uh, these types of incidents are occurring at other companies all day, every day. I mean, every sure, time you open sure. the paper, you can see another one. And so we're able to watch and sort of observe and take notes on what they're doing right or wrong. Yeah. Um, and you can see some of the companies that are sort of tripping all over themselves or they can't get out a message or saying too much and it's not accurate. And mm -hmm. so it's a, it's a really uh, cool thing to be preparing our own plan, but also being able to watch others sure. yeah. um, and kind of see. And we will share with local uh, companies if they have an event um, and, and kind of learn uh, from those folks too. So yeah. it's, it's never yeah. ending. Yeah. Watching how other people are accountable for their own information and utilizing that yeah. for our own. I yeah. mean, I don't think there's any better way to uh, to sum up a uh, an accountability yeah, discussion. We, we really appreciate you guys coming in and and talking to us about what you guys do and how you keep us all safe and always always in always I should say. So yes, thank you for joining thank us. You. Thank you for the work that you do and uh, thank you for keeping us all accountable. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. and Joe's going to give us a tour of the of the bunker. Vault. Yeah, yes. all right. You so got the you got the keys. Go. It's actually right. just the cafeteria. Oh. So. Hey, what? man, I love secrets. it there. This is live. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, right. guys. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. This podcast is property of Paychex Inc. 2020. All rights reserved.